Hey guys, if you like listening to us, um, you can follow us on Twitter or email us. Follow us on Twitter at writer, W-R-T-R, bagel, B-A-G-E-L, basket, B-S-K-T, on Twitter, or email us, writersbagelbasket at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. We want to know what you want to do. Submit fan art. Submit a logo. Do anything, because we want to hear from you. And if you have show suggestions, email them. Hey, Dwight. Hi, Scott. Would you like to invest in my new, uh, you know, nightclub product? It's called Scott Venom. Uh, Scott, why did you make air quotes when you said that? Because Scott Venom is the deadliest alcohol. It's basically just all alcohol with, you know, some Coca-Cola and some caffeine pills. (sighs) Fine, what do I have to do? Try this. Sure. You know, Scott, I really don't endorse anything unless I'm 100% behind it, be it Ninja Turtles or Star Wars or our podcast. So I find it very hard to... Ooh. Ooh. This is delicious. Oh, my God. This is amazing, Scott. Oh, you said you made this yourself? Oh, God. It's so... Oh, it's it's so good. Give me more. I want more, Scott. Give me more, Scott. I don't know where I'm going with this, Scott. Give me more. We watched Parks and Rec, The Fight. Uh, Yes, season four, episode 12 or 13. Uh, Yeah, it's in the basket. The writer's bagel basket. Tear me apart, Lisa! Because if you were going to be some lame suburban dad, why couldn't you have been that for me? Correction, Homer. You're the second. That's right, Mr. Peabody! Quiet, you. Pizza, pizza, pizza! I'm so excited! I'm so excited! Ever been an entire bachelorette party, baby? Hi, welcome to Rogers Bagel Basket. I'm Scott Carlin. And I'm Dwight Stearns. And Dwanuary has come to an end. Well, we didn't even talk about it being Dwanuary in the last episode. Last episode was Dwanuary, everybody. Then there was a photoshopped image that... <laughs> of, that, like, my butt? No. <laughs> no. Fair enough. No, if you want to know what it is, you have to go on our Twitter and Facebook. Well, they probably listen to it if they're listening to this one. Well, yeah. I would assume. I mean, you, if you want to see. <laughs> oh, my butt. Oh, I see. <laughs> uh, no. So, this is your last pick of the month. Correct. And I think season four is season three. God damn. Season three. It doesn't matter. It has my favorite character in it, so it doesn't matter. Fair enough. Um, So, we both love Parks and Rec. I like seasons two through seven, and you like one through seven. <laughs> no, seven. Uh, no, that's not entirely true. I've, one I'm fine with. Um. It's not my favorite, but I don't hate it upon rewatching it. It's only six episodes. You can blow through that in two and a half hours. It's not that bad. Season five and six I have big problems with. Um, after Leslie Nope gets elected to city council, season four is like a perfect season. Mm-hmm. Season five is a little bit rough, and then season six just sucks. It's it, it it I don't like it that much because like the whole recall thing it just didn't it wasn't a storyline I was interested in. Eh, eh. Season six they, has my favorite episode in it. They still have good moments, but they're not. I don't like them that much. Yeah. What's your favorite episode? Unity concert. Oh yeah, Unity concert's good because I love like well, see things have gotten good by that point. Right. Well, so 
my wife always says I'm exactly like Ben Wyatt. My wife. My wife. Um, and him and I have really eerie similarities. We love making games. We love sci-fi. We love Game of Thrones. We love a little band called Letters to Cleo. A little too much. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I I love Ben Wyatt. What board game have you ever made, Scott? Uh, it's called Scott <laughs> Scottopoly. Oh, cool! We, we all play it sometimes. <laughs> it just does throwing up a board and yelling at each other for a couple of <laughs> like Monopoly. Oh, it's like Monopoly. Pat and pending, pat and. No, so yeah, I I love this show for that reason. Of mm-hmm. basically, I love the creation of characters who are nerds, but they don't know they're nerds. Like. Every character on this show is some sort of geek or spaz or nerd, mm-hmm. and they don't know it, and I love it. That's pretty fair. Um, except, except for Mark Brandanowitz. He's so boring. I hate him. Once he left, the show got markedly better. But, markedly um, better. But uh, I don't think that Donna's really a nerd, and nor do I think Ron Swanson's a nerd. Like They, they nerd out over certain things, <laughs> but that doesn't make them a nerd. Yeah, I mean... Donna is actually shockingly. Donna is one of my favorite characters. Uh, everybody on this show, all the supporting characters, became so fleshed out, and they like all became interesting in their own right. As opposed to a show, I don't. I know we've done one an episode like like The Office, where all the side characters did become fleshed out, but then they all became caricatures of themselves. Nobody dips over that line save for maybe like jean ralphio but that's like the point of his character is to be insane i I love jean ralphio too he's my favorite side character yeah well that's not a part of the main cast yeah so my favorite side character because god love him is jerry (laughs) gergich Well, see, I I don't consider him a side character oh, yeah? because he's a part of the main cast. Like, oh, you... I, as far as I'm concerned, like everybody who works in that office okay. is is main cast. By side characters, I mean people who aren't in every episode, like John Ralphio or the douche or um, even like uh, oh then um, like Mona Lisa. Um, Mona Lisa, I love Mona Lisa. John Amalway Tweep, um, like that. Then Hauser. Then. I, I love Councilman Hauser. Councilman Hauser's awesome. I hate Jeremy Jam, but you're supposed I, to hate I him. I hate but. Jam. Um, Bobby, New, Bobby, Bobby Newport, Newport Jr. is my favorite side character. Cause Bobby a, it's, Newport. Because it's, it's Paul Rudd. Which is but, awesome. But his stupidity is something to be admired. I love it. He's like, hey, Leslie, remember that thing that we did? You know, you mean run for office? <laughs> yeah, how did that go? I got recalled. Fantastic. <laughs> I, I love... Paul, Paul Rudd is a national treasure. He's perfect in this. He's so great. I love him. Yeah, like, the characters on this show are wonderful. And this season, mm-hmm. season three, is when they, like, got yes great. They, they figured it out in season three. Yeah, my favorite characters are Ben, Chris Traeger. I mm-hmm. love Chris Traeger. And Donna. They're all, yeah. That, they're fantastic. Ben Jerry is amazing. Too. Uh, my favorite is um, easily Andy. Um, he, I didn't want to say Andy because that's, 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 that's fair. Andy's amazing. Um, you're Chris, very, Chris, you're very much. Like that's what Andy. they say. Or my wife says Chris Pratt is very like. This is Chris Pratt before he became like this international mega star, and so it's so much fun watching him on this show because it feels like you've discovered like a little treasure before it gets huge type of deal. And it's just so much fun. He was supposed to be a one-off character. Yeah. He was only supposed to be in the first season and 
because he's Anne's boyfriend in the first season, but he was so good that they were like, well, we're just going to keep him around. Because in the first season, he's like Anne's special guest star. He wasn't like a part of the main cast until the second season. And they realized that he had better chemistry with Aubrey, uh, Aubrey Plaza. Yep, right? Aubrey Plaza. I would say Audrey Pla- Aubrey pa- Plaza. Um, so they're like, well, then those two should be together. Yeah, and their their relationship is adorable to watch in the first like two seasons and like it's still amazing as it goes on but like watching them like fall in love is is a really cute love story so this episode yes um this is your favorite i I don't know it has some of my favorite moments and it's one of the like strongest episodes i think i don't know if it's my favorite my there's so many good ones i I don't know what my favorite episode would be my favorite episode is probably one of like the feel good episodes because there's some episodes like Unity Concert, um, uh, da, 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 the one where uh, she uh, Leslie Nope wins the election. Like mm-hmm. that ending just feels so sweet. And also the um, Harvest Festival episode, like those ones feel like they're like feel good wins. Right. Um, but this one is one of the funniest ones I think, and I, I just I love it. I totally forgot about this one. Um, Unity Concert's amazing. That's always going to be my favorite. But I love the Sommelier one where uh, where Tom for Tom's Bistro. Oh, yeah. And Craig wants to be a, 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 the Sommelier yep. for the restaurant. And he's and, like, and it's filled with pumpkins. I'm getting nothing but pumpkins. And April, I uh, know, Donna bankrolls April. To, and April's like, I get hints of shoe leather. And Raven's like, blood. Yep. So funny. Yeah, Craig is a great one-off character. I'm happy that they like in- introduced him and kept him around because um, Billy Eichner is hysterical. I love oh, Billy Eichner. Ron Dunn is another one of my favorite one-off characters. Um, side characters. That's um, the Eagleton's C- uh, city manager, yes. right? Uh, other Ron. The it's other Ron. Chris, Chris Elliott. Sam Elliott? Sam Elliott. Chris Elliott. <laughs> Very different. First name, Ron. Last name, Dunn. Is that your last name, or are you finished? Both. I like Ron. <laughs> uh, oh, I always forget about Ron Swanson. He's one of my favorites, too. Yeah, Ron, they're all awesome. I Everyone mean, is great. I think, like... Anne is one of the weakest for me. But she's feeling a purpose. Anne is the straight person amongst all this she's craziness. The Pam yeah, 100%. And not that, like... I mean, Donna does go, like, crazy at times, but she's also, like, normal. Everybody is mostly normal, Except they have like some quirks, um, but Anne is just by definition she's going to be the blandest one, unfortunately. But she's still a great character, and she's played perfectly by Rashida Jones. Um, and it's just it, I like Anne a lot. I, I don't dislike anybody except for Jam, Jeremy Jam. Yeah, but that's just because he's a jerk. I don't know why I like Councilman Hauser so much. He's just he doesn't really say much of anything except for Leslie, <laughs> Councilman Hauser. Jeremy, because he's, he's always put up against like ridiculous situations. Like Leslie will be like running through the halls and like slam into him and just be like, "Oh, Councilman Hauser," like stuff like that. Oh, um, so in this episode, the whole crux of it is um, two things. Two important things are happening. Tom is introducing s- snake juice. Yep, that's the name of the alcohol at the Snake Hole Lounge. Yep, and the um health department uh head of the health department has gotten fired yep and for posting because uh, <laughs> his wife 
His wife cheated on him and gave him him chlamydia, chlamydia. and he posts all these signs around City Hall about it. The signs are fantastic. Yeah, they were really funny. It's like, they're all really mean towards her. I can't remember the first two, but the third one is, I'm sorry, Jen, please take me back. (laughs) I realize that I'm, it's not... I, I realize that I'm also at fault in this, blah, blah, blah. And then the next one's re-elect Jan Cooper, mayor of Horville. <laughs> Good uh, stuff. And that that's why Chris Traeger is one of the best, because his delivery of, of each of them, he says them the way they, they should be said, and that's <laughs> Rob Lowe right there. Yeah. Because he says, it uh, like, Jan, Jan Cooper's a whore. Or, or, like, he says it so happy. Jan Cooper will give, will give you chlamydia or something like that. Since, uh, since 2011. Yep. And then then he goes, I'm so sorry, Jan. <laughs> like, <laughs> he gets, like, really serious with it. Yeah. That's why Chris is one of the best, like, ever. Um, so Leslie and Ben are in charge of interviewing people. And mm-hmm. Leslie has the number one candidate. No one else should even volunteer in Leslie's eyes. And, and it's Anne. It's Anne. And because uh, they've established that Leslie and Anne are having a hard time connecting because they haven't seen much of each other recently. And so this is like Leslie sees this as a great opportunity for her to spend more time with her best friend. Because that's like Leslie is selfish, but in a sweet way. She I agree. She's selfish, but in a way that she's doing things that she thinks is the correct is the best for people. And it kind of is. Yeah. She's doing it in their best interests. Because Anne doesn't want to be a, a do nothing nurse for the rest of her life, like it, that's what Leslie said. <laughs> yeah, she points out like another nurse that's like old and grumpy. And then at the same time, um, Ben and Leslie are having their secret. Yeah, they're not officially together yet, and they can't be. And that's that's we'll get to it. But Andy has one of the best lines and like <laughs> for role playing. Yeah. Um, so so like I can see why Anne would be annoyed because um, Leslie just goes ahead and signs Anne up for an interview without consulting her. And books a date and, and time. Books a, yeah, date and time the next day at 9 a.m., like as early as the, as Leslie could have gotten. <laughs> and Anne is like, obvi- like rightfully annoyed about this. Like she's happy at the idea, but then she gets bummed out or she gets uh, frustrated. So they all end up at the Snake Hole Lounge that evening. Because uh, Tom has an investment called Snake Juice. Yep. Yeah. Tom owns a part of the Snake Hole Lounge, and he's created this alcohol, which is a Kahlua style liqueur. How's um, it a Kahlua? <laughs> I um, just I, I took uh, other alcohols and put them together and added coffee and caffeine pills. And it kind of tastes like Kahlua. <laughs> so like he so he's trying to make a big push for this because he's enlisted. Um, everyone else in the office, uh, Ron, uh, Jerry, Donna, Donna, Jerry, Andy, and April to help him sell this. And why did Andy want to be at this meeting? Oh, well, because if he wasn't, then he'd be put on Tom's Dunzo list, which is, okay, I'll bite. What's a Dunzo list? This is where Aziz is such a nerd as Tom, because he's like, Dunzo. Yep. Like, he says it the way a kid would. Yeah, it, which is perfect. Like, you want to come over and play video games? Dunzo. You want to hang out? Dunzo. You want to go for lunch? Sorry, you can't, because Dunzo. Dunzo. And so, like, Andy's, like, freaking out about it, which is and awesome. And I love how they always make jokes that uh, Tom is, like, a little boy in an adult suit. Mm-hmm. And that's why Rent-A-Swag was, like, so profitable, because mm-hmm. he sold it to, like, preteen boys. Yep. 
because he's that size. Yep. And it always makes me laugh. And when he says his Dunzo speech, it feels like like a twelve year old. Like oh yeah. Like when I was going for my bar mitzvah, like I was so stressed. I was like, I need to go to the movies because if I don't, then I'm not talking to you. Yeah. Then we're Dunzo. <laughs> yeah. Like so, um, he he creates this. It's like a think tank. Yeah. Um, and uh, they're re reenacting like. I guess it's like a cold call, but inside the bar of like a scripted thing. Yeah, because he's like, everyone's playing boring beer drinkers except for Ron, who is going to be like his plant. So like Johnny yeah, Thunder. Johnny Johnny Thunder. So the idea is everybody, like they're going to enact this play in front of people and it's going to like lead other people to wanting to buy snake juice. So that's his, his end goal. Yeah, and I love Andy's delivery of his lines. He's like... <laughs> And I'll have a beer, too, because I'm pretty. Boring. Boring. <laughs> oh, so good. Chris Pratt's comedic genius. Yeah, he really His timing is. is fantastic. So um, Andy and, and April decide to role play. Yep. And they're not going to tell each other who they're going to be because they need to surprise each other. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, yeah, because they, they want to spice things up because April doesn't want to talk to people unless she's being ridiculous, which she ends up being. And she creates the persona of Janet Snakehole. Which is... Janet Snakehole comes back a couple of times, but this one is is so perfectly used because she's like supposed to be like the heiress of the Snakehole Lounge. And like she's this uh, widowed socialite who... And she's going around telling people that like, oh, my husband kept me in the finest clothes from... Uh, Boldorf Wardman's or whatever, and she's like freaking out about like just being overtly rich. But the and, way she's talking is like a 1930s baroness. Like, exactly. She's like, ah, oh, see, yeah, you see, look at this sad sack, this sorry Charlie, this sad sack of potatoes here. Yeah, she's like almost like a gangster style. And then Andy shows up as Bert Macklin. Bert Macklin. FBI. Which this is, I don't think this is the first time he's used Burt Macklin. But this is the first time where he said he was wrongfully accused yes. of stealing the president's rubies. Rubies. That's why he is no longer a member of the FBI. Oh my god. So good though. Um so the whole stuff with uh not Andy and April, uh Ben and Leslie, mm-hmm. um I remember this part of the season like making me really sad because well, it is super sad because like they can't be together and they clearly love each other. And it's, um, this is when they're still trying to make it work. And I think in the next couple episodes, they like finally break it off because they're getting like, it's getting too close. Cause the next episode I think is treat yourself. Uh, no, that's after they, they break up is treat yourself. Like, cause they're together for a little bit and they decide to take a break and then they do do treat yourself. And then it's the, um, or maybe the two yourselves already happened because it's the uh, one of my other favorite episodes where they do the, the reasonableists, uh, the one with the meteor shower, end of the world. No, that's in season four. Hail Zorp. That's season four, I think, because that that's during um, Entertainment Seven Twenty. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. Crap, I don't remember. But I know that Leslie and, and Ben are broken up at that point. I no, they they stay together and then they break up once Leslie starts doing. The campaign. Oh, okay. That's what happens. Poof. Yep. I remember this now. Because um, 
And then then we have the reasonable stuff and the treat yourself because that's in season four. Yeah, because in the treat yourself, I love how he buys the Batman costume. Yep, the Michael Keaton one. And he's just like crying in it. <laughs> oh, Batman's crying. <laughs> um, so yeah, the the Ben and Leslie stuff of this is sad and bittersweet. Mm-hmm. But Andy is like, well, all you have to do is role play. Yeah, I mean, like. Like me and April are doing. Or you and Leslie, you could, you know, pretend that, like, you're employee-employer and that if you get caught having sex, you'll be fired. <laughs> He's like, that is our actual situation. <laughs> yeah, but you got to make it sexual. Like, um, she's really into spanking. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he is the best. That's I... why Andy Dwyer, like, his, his childlike naivety is oh the johnny karate uh special hour in season seven yep that's one of the best ones yeah that one's awesome um so at the i'm trying to remember the continuity and like it's just falling apart so um leslie is is brought um and homework yeah well yeah. Le- leslie yeah leslie when she tells Anne that she's applied her for the job she brings her a whole bunch of crap that she's like you need to read up on this all our health ordinances you need like here's some red bull and energy caffeine in the jonathan franzen book why did this because i'm almost done with it i want to talk to you about patty um (laughs) so Anne blows all this off and goes to the snake hole lounge with um i forget his real name but the douche from crazy henry tuttleman henry tuttleman um, it's Nick Kroll, who was dating Amy Poehler at the time. Oh, really? Yeah. The, she, she'd already broken up with uh, Will yeah, Arnett? Yeah, she's already been divorced. And when she was doing Parks and Rec, she was with Nick Kroll. I did not know that. Very cool. Yeah. Amy Poehler wrote this episode, by the way. I don't know if you knew that, which is awesome. I think it explains why it super gets their relationship super well. But, like, so um, Leslie's, like, starts making fun of Anne or backhandedly insulting all of Anne's ex-boyfriends well, in front of Tuttleman. Because they both, the before they say their stuff, they both have had two shots of snake juice. Yeah. And at this time, as that's going on, Tom is trying to get uh, Ron to, to try snake juice. Mm-hmm. And he does. And he's like, that's delicious. Damn if that's delicious. And then you realize how strong snake juice is after one shot. Well, Tom starts talking about it at one point because Chris shows up and Tom's talking to him. He's like, it's 140 proof. It's 70% alcohol. And Chris with his good, like Chris, Chris always says literally, he literally always says literally. So his good best literally is one ounce of that would literally kill me. (laughs) And he's probably right. I wouldn't be surprised. Because doesn't he have like the heart disease or he has some Uh, sort of. He had, when he was younger, he had a heart disease and that's why he's obsessed with fitness. But he like never drinks and stuff like that. So he's has a very low tolerance for that type of stuff. Was this the same season as the um, the burger contest? No, I don't think so. Okay, because I think that's later. Okay, because that would explain his healthy stuff, like afterwards mm-hmm. or before. Anyway, so um, uh, Chris shows up and he says, "I need to talk to you, Tom. You sent an email to everyone." Mm-hmm. And you can't do that for financial gain. Yeah, he sent it from his government employee email address to other government employees about a private business, which apparently is a big no-no. Yeah, well, anyone could tell you that. (laughs) Yeah, Um, Not you, I just mean, like, if you're a government official who listens to this podcast, don't use your uh, 
work email to send, you know, stuff. About your snake juice. Yeah, about snake juice. Um, so as everyone, except for Chris and Donna, who they have the best interaction in the whole episode, everyone else is getting drunk and they're like, oh, what part of the cleanse are you on? Because yeah, Donna's doing a cleanse. Yeah, and Chris, I guess, does it all the time. And he's like, oh, you're on pre-broth? Pre-broth is amazing. <laughs> you're literally the most aware. I feel so much healthier. I've still got a full week to go before the broth stage. Mm. Pre-broth is an amazing stage. It's when you're most alert. Good. Someone needs to be alert tonight. This snake juice is basically rat poison. Everybody's wasted. Just it's jokes like that. Uh, they they did it before. No, they do it after. But anytime they have like that awareness mm-hmm. conversation, like when Andy and um. Leslie have the conversation. Andy is like, oh, I know you're upset because change is happening and your family is growing. <laughs> and, and it's a very sweet moment. She's like, how did you know I was pregnant? You're pregnant? Oh, no. I forget what he thought I, about. I thought you were getting a dog. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is the this international is, sign for petting, petting a dog. dog. <laughs> but like when they have those like realistic conversations, like uh, Chris and Donna talking about you know, diet and health, mm-hmm. it feels real. It does, and yeah. It, it has a lot of heart. Um, and then that moment is ruined because Ron Swanson just harps in on this um, this couple just trying to have a nice romantic evening. Oh, yeah. And he's like, excuse me, ladies, gentlemen, my name is Ron Swanson, and I'm not normally a big... Uh, proponent of talking to people but i've been drinking this snake juice and i want to tell you it's damn good and so he like pushes it on them type no of- sir i don't think you understand my endorsement is basically a guarantee <laughs> and then he like for so everyone's getting wasted and leslie and and ann are like they're the whole titular fight is super escalating my favorite part of the fight is when they are standing in the hallway um to the bathroom and they're just screaming at each other um I forget what they're saying, but a woman like walks between them to get to the bathroom and Amy Poehler just like turns around and goes, rude. <laughs> so, I don't know. Excuse me. That's what it is. So funny. Um, This also is the one that has the most gifs or gifs. Or... Probably about it. Yeah. Cause like the Ron Swanson the Ron... drunk dancing is pretty popular. And the uh, um, April swearing in Spanish. Oh yeah. Gibberish. Or... Well, that whole sequence of like, cause after Chris and Donna are talking and then cuts to um, all the rest of the cast talking to the camera. Cause Chris and Do- Donna are like, this stuff is poison. Basically rat poison. <laughs> uh-huh. God so only it's... knows what it's doing to them. And then uh, Leslie's crying. Yeah, about that. I only told you one thing, and I said one thing, one thing, and then uh, Jerry's just staring at the camera. Ben's doing Baba Booey. Baba Booey. <laughs> Baba Booey. <laughs> Baba Booey. Uh, Ron's dancing. April's speaking in like Spanish gibberish. gibberish. And what, what does Andy say? Andy's like, um, turn this music down. Bossing, pooping, loving stuff. Farts and love and poop and stuff. Macaroni, Macaroni salad. <laughs> Does like the Dave Matthews singing the, or whatever. The uh, Eddie Vedder. That's it. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, because Andy Andy's loves are like Dave Matthews and Eddie Vedder and like Landho, which is just Wilco. <laughs> all those types of um, silly bands, not silly bands, but all those types of bands and stuff like that, like folksy rock. Yep. Um. Yeah. College rock. You realize like that college style. Rock. See, of all of those, like them freaking out. The one that doesn't make sense is Ben's Baba Booey. Yeah, I've never seen him show any sort of like Howard love St- or care for Howard Stern. I, so it's it wouldn't it make more sense for him to like do like a Captain Picard monologue or like something like that. Yeah, yeah, or like a Star make Wars. It, make it so make number it so. one. I, I part of me is willing to bet that that's like that's what Ben Wyatt thinks is cool. So drunk Ben Wyatt is trying to be cool. Maybe. He, well, okay. So then with that logic. Drunk Ben Wyatt goes back to Ice Town, 18-year-old Ben Wyatt, <laughs> to try and impress... Didn't he run for mayor to... Uh, he did run for mayor, and he To, su- to he impress sunk- a girl. Oh, probably, That's yeah. what it was. I don't uh, remember the exact like reason. Like Kathy Thompson. Right. He's like, yeah, who's cool now, Kathy Thompson? <laughs> um, but so I also... Sorry to that- any Kathy Thompsons who listen to yeah, this exactly. podcast. I also love the, the stuff where, because John Ralphio's there, like, being a hype man with Tom. His and... raps are really good, except for the end. <laughs> I forget. Oh, K my... to the N to the O to the P-E. The cutest little shorty in all oh, of Pawnee, Pawnee Indiana. Indiana. You just got to end on, on the rhyme. I know, I know. <laughs> B to the O to the double S. Do what he says and you'll be successful. I, <sighs> I know. <laughs> I forget the last It the... was Ron. R to the O to the N N N. Swanson's got swagger the size of Big Ben clock. I know, I know. <laughs> he can't end on the rhyme, which is great. That's like, our BB eight, everyone. <laughs> I, half BB eight. Half BB. Well, in the last one, I think he was all BB eight. Oh, okay. I think. Um, because and then like because Ben and Leslie are having an argument, and she's like, "Dance with me, Ben." And he's like, "No, we can't." Chris is here, and she's like, "John Ralphio," and he's immediately there. Yes. <laughs> Dance upon me. Yes, 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 yes. So good. Yeah, I guess um in season three, one of the arcs that got cut was that uh Jean Ralphio was gonna date Leslie. Really? Yeah. Weird. Yeah. That's really weird. It got cut uh-huh. on the behest of um Amy Poehler. Good, because that's that would I wouldn't have liked that. I yeah, don't think I would have. She's I mean, like uh, it will upset way too many people. I love Jean Ralphio, but uh, uh, he he's uh, used perfectly. Like in not big amounts. I love season four with like the entertainment 720 stuff. Because so I have an arrest report. <laughs> I got run over by Alexis. And then anytime, like once they introduce Mona Lisa and I think season five. Yeah. Mona Lisa. Money, please. So, oh my God, I love it. Jenny so Slade fun. is like the greatest. She's going to be in Boston in May for Boston Callings Fest. Oh, cool. She's going to be doing stand-up, but she's also going to be helping Natalie Portman at the um, Natalie Portman's Film Festival within the this rock concert. Oh, neat. So if anyone lives in Massachusetts, attend Boston Callings Fest. Cool. I'll probably be there. <laughs> you can see Scott and wave at him. <laughs> yeah, wear a Writer's Bagel Basket t-shirt. We don't have Writer's Bagel Basket t-shirt. Make Writer's Bagel Basket t-shirt. Not yet. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so back to the actual episode. Yes. Um, so that's pretty much everything that happens there. They then drive home or Donna drives everybody home with my favorite Jerry moment ever. Well, Cause he just le- passed he's, out on the car. He's tied to the back to the back the top of, the of the car. But the way he's tied is like, um, uh, what's his name? Charles Napier from, um, 
Silence of the Lambs. He's tied oh, geez, to okay. the prison cell. <laughs> and, or I was thinking Jesus. Oh. On the cross. But the look on his face is just like... <laughs> yeah, he's like completely gone. It's super funny. So then the next day, everyone is hungover. Everyone is, yeah. Except except for Ron. Ron is not hungover because he's gotten his greasy burgers and fries and Ron is A-OK, which is... Burgers <sighs> and fries for everyone. Hashtag goals. The grease will... <laughs> Drain the, up. The protein will soak up the alcohol. And April's sitting there with um, two pillows duct taped around her head. And Le- Leslie's passing on the floor. Ben comes in and Leslie's like, oh, I feel horrible. And Ben's like, I feel great. I ran a 5K this morning. Really? really? No, I, oh, threw I threw up, up in the, the shower. shower. <laughs> <laughs> this episode's it, funny, guys. Is this when he's living with April and Andy? And, yes. Okay. I, I wasn't thought... sure if he was still in the hotel at this point. Actually, I don't know. Because if he's still in the hotel... No, I think he's living with them because they've already been married, and I think he moved in like really shortly after okay. they got married. Because he's, he's like, I was just here three weeks ago, and your place is a pigsty. I think he he's already living with them. Okay. Because I just imagine like the the hotel uh, cleaning service be like, oh my god, <laughs> what did you do in the shower? So, my favorite joke... Like, this is the one that makes me laugh the hardest. And it's not even, like, that good of a joke. So, April is, like, trying to relive the night because she's got, like, her Janet Snakehole hat and she's talking to people. And Jerry's like, shut up. And just walks away from her. Kyle? No, it was Jerry. Oh, Jerry. Jerry, because, like, she's sitting at her desk and Jerry gives her papers. She's like, I'll have those sent out for you post-haste. And he's like, I don't care. And so she goes to find Andy and she tries to, like, talk to... Bert Macklin again. She's like, oh, Mr. Macklin, who's this sad, sad, sad Sally? Who's this sad, sorry, Charlie, sad sack of potatoes? And and he's like, oh, babe, Bert Macklin died last night after the sixth shot of snake juice. She start, so she starts to walk away all dejected. And Andy, like, fine. He puts on his because Bert he Macklin. Loves his wife. He does. He super does. So he puts on his Bert Macklin persona again. Um, and he said, maybe they aren't married by this point. No, he's know. wearing the ring. That's right. Yeah. He, so uh, he puts on his Bert Macklin, sorry, Kip. Hackman, Bert Macklin. Is it Kip or Kurt? I thought it was Kip. I mean, it was Kurt. Kurt Hackman. Bert Macklin's brother. Wait, wouldn't it just be the same last name? Shut Shut up, up, Kyle. Kyle, Kyle, his life is the (laughs) saddest thing because if you hear some of his conversations, he's like, yeah, so the doctor said, like, it's not natural and that I should probably... Shut up, Kyle. Kyle, not today. No one cares. (laughs) So April walks away. Our... After talking with Andy, Andy stands up to go after her, turns, turns back, sits down, and projectile vomits. <laughs> and it's so fucking funny. <laughs> oh, my God. It's my favorite. Because every time I forget about it. Well, I remember it now. But, like, the first, like, five times I, I've watched this series so many times. The first many times I watched it, I forgot about it completely. And rewatching it, I would always just die laughing. The noise he makes when it comes <gasps> out. <laughs> so good. And just Kyle's like, oh, man. Because yeah, it's all over him. I feel so bad for Kyle. Yeah, Kyle's life is rough. Yeah. Um. Then they hire Anne in the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so um, Ben goes to mm-hmm. Anne... And she's like, it's so high school. I'm so hungover. What was in that drink? Demerol. <laughs> and she's wearing um, snow, snow pants. pants. I wanted to go sledding. And Ben looks out and it's like 
beautiful yeah, summer weather. Yep. <laughs> um, so he convinces Anne to come to the interview, and she's like, I can see why she likes you. Leslie likes me? <laughs> oh, it's so high school. Just Rent a limo. Invite her to, her to prom. prom. She'll say yes. It's really sweet. Like it's it's a really sweet moment because Leslie's relationship with Anne and Leslie's relationship with Ben is pretty very similar. Yeah, they are very similar, but it's like you never there's only a couple episodes where you really see Ben interact with Anne. So seeing them interact like this, it's really sweet because it's not a relationship that really got fleshed out on the show. And it's not like one of those relationships where she would be jealous cuz she loves Leslie. Exactly. It's like I understand why you're mm-hmm. with my best friend. Yeah, they always supported each other, which is really nice. Um and... I like the episode where they're like fighting over the JJ's Diner um, waffle maker. Oh yeah. Like that's one of the only episodes where they like act straight up interact with each other in a like friend capacity. Is that the Iron Throne one? Yes, it is. She gives him the Iron Throne. At the because end. That has one of my favorite lines when he's like, Wench, come here. Captain, Captain Starship. Star- oh, if you don't know it, don't say it. <laughs> that is good. Uh, so, yeah. Um, and then she Anne shows up to the, the interview and her clothes are backwards and inside out. Yeah. And she's like, damn it. <laughs> so then the next day she shows up sober and meets with Chris and she gets the job. Yep. And her and Leslie have a, a nice, a really sweet apology, like through the, like, this committee would like to apologize. Well, this candidate accepts and would also like to apologize. It was really nice. Now, would this candidate like to go with this committee <laughs> member to the bathroom and throw up? Yes. <laughs> it was really fun. And <laughs> I just pictured them throwing up in the bathroom, holding hands through the <laughs> stall. <laughs> we'll get through this. <laughs> Gross. Sorry. And <laughs> then, oh, um, Ron tries to go to Chris to get yeah. Tom reinstated with Snake Hole. And he doesn't take, but um, Ron then makes Tom a uh, a nice woodworking thing that displays a bottle of snake juice. And th- that was done over, like, the closing monologue. So it's one of those, like, sweet moments type of deal. Cause that what just... did it say? Like, believe or dreams or... Dreamer. Dreamer. Yeah. Um... That's what I love about Ron Swanson because he's he's a good man mm-hmm. and he has a ton of gold. You don't know where it is though cuz it's buried in various locations around his property. <laughs> well, it's around his property. Well, yeah, but we don't know where. He's got like acres of, I know. of land. But anyways. <laughs> um, man, Parks and Rec is so good. It is. So um we have some time. What Parks and Rec like what sticks out the most in your eyes? sticks out the most about it being like so good like it's just like it's it's better than the office in my opinion i agree with you um the the office was really good for like the first four seasons and then it when the office was bad it was really bad when parks and rec was bad it was just annoying I disliked it more while I was watching it live than when I rewatch it in like a binge capacity because when I was watching it live, the week to week was like you would get one episode and it'd be like that that wasn't that great. I don't care about this. And then, but when you're rewatching it, like you can appreciate the the smaller things, the smaller jokes, the better jokes more easy because they're coming more rapid fire. Um, but Parks, I think, has 
higher highs than The Office ever had. Like, yeah. The Office had, like, the Jim and Pam relationship, which was, like, the pinnacle. Um, and the, the Ben and Leslie relationship, I like so much more in the long run because once they get together, their relationship is still interesting and it's very engaging. Because they have problems, like, when they get together, he ends up, because um, he doesn't have a job anymore, mm-hmm. he ends up running the campaign for the robot congressman. <laughs> yep. I'm still 100% convinced that that guy was a robot. Uh, the, the one where he's, like, staring at the wall? Yeah. Like, that part, like, something's off with this guy. Yeah. Um, and then, then they have turmoil because the agreement was after he's done there, he's going to go back mm-hmm. to Pawnee, and then they're going to buy a house. And... Then he gets offered a campaign, another campaign, and you're invested. You're yeah. like, oh no, what's, what's what gonna are happen? they going to gonna go? We don't want them to break up because they made it seem like uh, Catherine Hahn's character, the woman, yep. she she wants Ben. I, there was a part of me that was concerned about that, but then they do really alleviate it because they make her all about the the job and like her relationship with Ben. I actually like because it becomes one that's like super about respect and like she respects Ben because he's a good worker and he can get the job done as opposed to being like, she's interested in him sexually. Yeah. Um, well, but she's I was already married to him in step brothers. I haven't seen step brothers. I didn't know that. That's oh, funny. in step brothers, they're married. They're in a loveless marriage. And that's he, too funny. He plays, uh, Adam Scott plays a douchebag who is obsessed with Dane cook <laughs> and going to fish concerts and, Working as rock hard abs, and she has an affair with John C. Riley. <laughs> That's too funny. Yeah, it's so funny. But um, Parks and Rec is just really good. It, Parks and Rec's last season, it's not perfect, perfect, but I really love it. But the it, last episode is so good. It yeah. wraps everything up, and I loved it. The last so. The last episode goes into the future and shows what happens to them. But the episode before that, isn't that Johnny Karate? Uh, I think it's like two episodes before that is the, the Johnny Karate Johnny one. Karate's farewell one is one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, I like how it's all framed around the, the taping of the final Johnny Karate episode. And before that episode is the one where our... Maybe it's three episodes before, but when Ron and Leslie become friends again. Yeah, well, that was about halfway through the season. Um, but yeah, I love that episode where like because they they get locked in the um, the Parks and Rec office. But and... him playing Whedon start the fire on the uh, <laughs> saxophone, on the saxophone. And, like <laughs> making like fart noises and stuff like that. So good. Uh, Harry uh, Truman was a guy. <laughs> um, that was episode four of that season. There was only thirteen episodes. So, yeah, but they still gave enough time that Leslie and uh, Ron. Yep. Ron's Ron's conclusion to the series is perfect. When he's like a park ranger or something like that? He runs the park park rangers department. Mm -hmm. Like he's the head, the chief ranger. Yeah, it's so perfect for Ron. He's like, all I do all day is I walk this land. Maybe I'll see a bear or two. Then I go back to my wife and I make sweet love to her. Ron and um, I forget Lucy Lawless. I forget her character's name. Um, but Joanne, she, jo- uh, Joanna. Yeah, I think it's Joanne. I think you're right, it's Joanne. I love their relationship. It's awesome. It makes me so just happy because he he's met his match. Tammy is awful. Yep. And Tammy too is even worse. 
Uh, an original. Re- reverse that, I think. I think well, eh, Tammy 2 is the one that you see the most of. And then Tammy 1 was the blonde lady who comes in. Patricia Clarkson. Yes. And his mother is Tamara. <laughs> Which is too funny. And in knowing this, the way uh, Lucy Lawless messes with him when they're getting married, mm-hmm. can can you use my uh, my full birth name? It's Tammy. <laughs> He's like, what? Just like, kidding. I'm just messing with you. And anytime, the fact that it was Megan Mullally, who is Nick Offerman's yeah, real Ogman's wife, real as life. his horrible ex, was fantastic. So good. And the thing that I always do, um, that I quote Ron Swanson, is when there's someone near that I don't like, I just go, she's near. Because <laughs> the way he just stares off and, and he smells the air. <laughs> She's near. She's near. I love it. Good. So so good. Such a consistently, mostly consistently good yeah. series. I, I mean, have issues. Even when I have it's issues bad, with, it's I have issues still... with five and seasons five and six, but on the whole, it's pretty good. The Halloween episode in season six, the recall. I I don't remember that one. That's where she gets drunk, dressed as Princess Buttercup. Oh, okay. and he's Wesley. That's one where she's actually fully recalled, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, it makes me laugh because the episode opens with them watching the footage and they're like, we could be here all night. And they send Jerry to get the pizzas and they're like, uh, it's a dead sweep. Pert happily is like, <laughs> yeah. uh, Leslie Nope has been recalled is what I'm saying to you. And then Jerry comes in and he's like, I got the pizza, a hot the pizza pie. And then Chris yells at him. He's like, Jerry, <laughs> we're all very upset right now. Oh. Man, he was Terry at that point, though, I think. Oh, Terry? Because he was, it was Jerry, Terry, and then Gary is his real name. Uh, yeah. And that, that moment when, um, during Donna's wedding, when she, like, mistakenly... Calls him Gary. Calls him Gary, like, his his real name. And it's like, after seven years, people are finally calling me, or 30 years or whatever, people are finally calling me by my real name. And it's just, like, so sweet and heart like heartwarming. I love it. Oh, God. Show gets really good. Yeah. Oh, also Keegan Michael Key. Yeah, he plays um Donna's husband. I forget his name, but yeah, he plays Don. Yeah. Is it John? Yeah. I think, I think it's John because uh, Ron goes, I like John. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, this entire series, even when it's at its lows, it's still pretty high. I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. So uh, good. So how many bagels? Um, for this one. It's going to be really high. I'm going to say 12. Yeah, 12. Only one gets taken out. And that's just because... I don't know. It doesn't feel like a 13. You know what yeah, I mean? It doesn't like, feel like a 13. It's, it's, it's really good. Um, but it's not... It's not like a 13 out of 13. It's, yeah. it's, it's not friggin... Uh, I'm, I got nothing. I don't I'm, know. I'm so taking, it just feels like a twelve. I'm taking out eleven because taking out eleven is I mean, two. I, no, Holy crap, dude! No, you hated I'm, this. I'm t- I'm t- no, I'm taking out two. I'm leaving eleven because it doesn't feel like a thirteen. But also, the Anne of it all doesn't her. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's an Arrested Development joke. The Anne stuff. It doesn't feel like Anne. Like, no matter what, <laughs> she wouldn't. Even if she didn't want the thing, she wouldn't go to the Snake Hole Lounge with a guy and get drunk and dance. In front of Leslie. Like, yeah, that's, that's just rude. mean. Yeah. that. So that's one reason why I'm taking out so many. That's fair. Well, not so many, but two. Two. <laughs> yeah. So what are we doing next, Scott? 
So, well, next month is February, Valentine's Day. I thought we would do our crushes that we had growing up. Oh, that's a cute idea. I like the, the sound mo- of that. So I got a few. Yep. So we just did a turtles episode last week. I don't know if I can April do another O'Neil. April O'Neil. <laughs> totally. I loved April. <laughs> um, so my childhood crush was a little actress, now musician named Jennifer Jenny Lewis. Jennifer Jenny? Well it's a weird name. Jenny Lewis. I know. Who um is in a band called Rilo Kylie, and she is also a solo performing artist, but she got her start in a little movie called The Wizard with Fred Savage. A.K.A. a feature-length Super Mario Brothers 3 commercial. Pretty much. I also call it Little Rain Man because it's pretty much the plot of Rain Man. California. And that's where Jason Schwartzman got the idea of doing California. Seriously? California. That's funny. Anyways, I like that movie. Let's talk about it next time. All right. So I'm Scott Kerlin. I'm Dwight Stearns. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Ain't nothing wrong bringing the old me back. No mama know her body sell trophy glass. She worked